Welcome to Subject to Change with Stephen Lentz. I interview business owners and execs and take a look at who they are, what they do, and where they come from. There's no script. We talk about our businesses, passions, and anything else we want to. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Subject to Change. I'm Stephen Lentz, and today we're talking with Michelle Abraham, founder of Amplify You. How are you, Michelle? I'm so good, Stephen. So great to see you. Thanks for having me. Seriously, the pleasure is mine, and I... I was really excited because your assistant person that reached out to me said you were living on a boat and I thought I was going to get like this weird house tour of the boat thing, but then <laughs> like, oh no, actually you have to travel across the lake every day in your boat, which yes. is awesome. Just different. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally crazy. Right. Like everyone, I tell that to, they're like, what you live, you have to take a boat to your car. I'm like, yeah. They're like, do you live on an Island? I'm like, no, I don't live on an Island, but I live on the, uh, boat access side of a lake. So that's how I, how I explain it. <laughs> I think it sounds really posh. I think it's fun. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I have to take a boat to like get where it's almost like, it's like a step down from needing to jump in your helicopter to go anywhere. Exactly. Like that's, that's kind of where it is. <laughs> well, and if I put it in this perspective, like my kids will um, jet ski over to the school bus or they'll like surf their way over or water ski their way over to the school bus uh, or home from school um, on the, on because we have to take the bus, to take the boat over to the school bus. And so it's pretty fancy when the kids can say that. <laughs> that's super cool. I've honest, I've actually never been on a jet ski. It's on my bucket to-do list. They look fun, oh. but no. So thank you. I'm excited to have you here. But I do want to get into uh, Amplify You because I know that probably most of our listeners don't know what that is or who that is. And I know myself, like we've had a little bit of talking, but I want to know more because I think what you do is interesting. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Um, well, I can tell you uh, the long story, <laughs> but I'll keep, I'll, keep, I'll keep it interesting and, and, and short. Um, it all started uh, for me, the podcast industry uh, in like 2010 uh, I was a new mom and I pri- previously did that I had a fitness business and boot camp locations across our province and I had a co-working space and all sorts of crazy things um, but I so I'd been busy and finally this baby comes along I'm happy to be a mom but I'm like so my brain just like goes to mush uh, and I'm just not feeling very motivated anymore. And uh, I, however much I love the goo goo gaga on the floor thing, I was like, okay, I need some like other mental stimulus here. So I turned on the Apple TV and everyone knows that little purple guy now. And that purple app there was calling my name. And so I turned it on and I was started finding some shows on there and I found the show called The Venture millionaire and I was like well that sounds interesting and she was interviewing all these people that were like had these cool ideas and they went to like billions of dollars in revenue and like the the story about Ugg Boots was on there and like a whole bunch of other really cool ones and every actually in fact I I consumed every single one of those episodes and then I would wait every Monday morning for her to drop a new episode. I put my son in the stroller, take him for a walk. And soon enough, I was feeling motivated again and, and more inspired. And I um, I loved listening to her shows. Um, but as a listener, I was noticing like it had a huge impact on me. Like my, my disposition was changing. I felt more motivated. Um, and I remember thinking like, I would be really mad if she doesn't post an episode this week. Like I'm here waiting for it to drop and like, so just that listener mentality, I've carried that with me, like throughout my career in podcasting now, because it's so important. The listeners, 
um they're here like you have them and you're in their head like literally with their earbuds it's crazy right um and so I just got super excited about podcasting and uh so I went on to start helping people with their own shows and um I can tell you a story about how I launched the first show in, in another in another segment here but um we went on to launch about 400 shows in the last few years and we've done lots of really cool things and now we help podcasters or entrepreneurs who are aspiring to be podcasters launch their show and then we manage their show for them because the one thing I found out is when I launched it's like yay I launched and I'm like oh gosh I got to do this every week and I'm like I just don't have time for this and I am uh, not is not my zone of genius editing shows so that's why our agency was born to really support me <laughs> and and all the other podcasters that came along that really we're our we shine in like the the interview spotlight not in the editing of the podcast so we have a completely done for you agency now and uh, we have 18 team members and we've just been having a blast for the last like 10 years doing it that's super cool so i feel like there's a bit of a gap there though so you mentioned you went from being a listener to helping other people so did you create a podcast first and like figure out what's going on or did you just be like i'm just gonna like start helping other people and like what was that process slash transition because i feel like there's a story there that we're missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that story was how it took me four years to like get the courage to have my own podcast. Meanwhile, I helped 30 other people launch their show. <laughs> and so I got really excited about the podcasting industry and what it could do for people. And so I started learning how to do it. I hosted in our co-working space and a meetup group for podcasters. I couldn't find hardly anyone to come in and talk to the group. And so I started learning some stuff and then I would share it with them. And soon enough, I was teaching people how to do podcasting, even though I didn't have one myself. And then I was doing the done for you, helping other people do their own show. And meanwhile, I'm like, I really need to have my own show. I really need to have my own show. But I just didn't know. My thing was like, I thought once I launched a show, it couldn't ever change like it had to be like the same thing mm -hmm. consistently and I couldn't commit to an idea it's so many ideas and I just couldn't commit to talking about something for a long term I finally settled on the idea that I need to have a podcast about podcasting which is what I have and it's one of the three shows I have now but it did take a long time to do that and in the meanwhile there's like all these things that come up right it's like imposter syndrome who am I to talk about podcasting I don't have my own yet and you know who you you know, um, it's not quite ready yet. It's not perfect. And that perfectionism stalls people. And then that fear, well, what if this takes off and becomes way more successful than I think? And so all the same things I see our clients go through now. So I know I had to go through that myself so that now we can support them going through that too. So yeah, it took me four, four years <laughs> to launch my own show and how I launched it was uh, and it wasn't a podcasting show I launched first actually the first show I actually launched is called are you there yet and a funny story about that show is I my husband and I and the kids we wanted to go RVing we thought it'd be super fun to do and while we moved up here the first winter we were up here we we're like I don't know how you know we want to go across the lake in the winter and with the boat and everything our kids were two and five my son was in kindergarten so can we can take him out of school so let's go on an adventure um and we didn't know anything about RVing though. So I decided to create a virtual summit about RVing and I invited 30 experts to come in and talk about RVing and different aspects of RVing. And so that summit was launched. It was the family RV summit. 
and it was pretty successful. And I sold recordings at the end of that um, virtual summit. The recordings ended up making about $7,500. And I, I when I was doing the interviews, I did part of the interview was like a little podcast interview to get to know the person. And then the second part was them delivering content for the summit. So after the after the um, summit, I launched the podcast piece. So I cut all the interviews in half and launched the podcast piece. And then I put the recordings, the um, uh, uh, the link to go buy the recordings from the summit at the end of the podcast. And that made another couple, a couple of thousand dollars. So I made $9,000 at the end of the day um, by doing this. And we bought an RV for $9,000 and we spent five months going from Vancouver to California around Arizona and Nevada and, and everything. And then we got back to Vancouver. Um, we held onto the RV and did another few little trips. And then we ended up selling it because my in-laws were selling their house. We sold it for $15,000. So at the end <laughs> of the day, that entire five months trip was totally free and funded by this like podcast, virtual summit, crazy experiment idea I had. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. I think there are some really sneaky like gold nugget takeaways from what you just said, especially the like, I want to know more about this. So I'm just going to get all these experts to drop some knowledge and record it. Mm -hmm. And then I know other people want it. So I can just sell that. So you've made money. You got the information you wanted. And then you just, ah, <laughs> it's so good. It was it's such so a good, good idea, right? <laughs> like, really I got to do this again. <laughs> but seriously, like, I mean, that it really is applicable to just about any niche or industry that you want to like. Mm -hmm. experience and yes there's other investments like in time and things that you put into that to make that happen but as far as like a quick business idea to connect and we talked about this beforehand but like connect on the human level of these relationships mm -hmm. and like meeting people and understanding knowledge and then being able to actually monetize that as well and make content for other people I think is brilliant yeah. And so here's part two of that crazy story. So all these 30 people that I'd met, I built a relationship because I interviewed mm -hmm. them. Right. So when we were in our RV, we actually met up with a whole bunch of them along the way. And it was so, so cool. And including one of them, this is even funnier. One of them, she ended up coming and we actually traveled our families together, traveled for about like six weeks together. And they had kids same age as ours. And her and I were like, so like into the same sort of stuff. And um, we ended up traveling together for a while. And then she ended up coming and working for me as a podcast manager. And then she was doing her own thing. And actually, she just interviewed me last week on a summit. So now she teaches people how to do summits. And the, the conversation that we were having and the interview we had was how I did this crazy RV thing <laughs> and how, <laughs> how by doing this summit, it made it grew my list. It made me money. And it also made me more of an expert. I was getting asked to speak about RVing and podcasting the whole time we were traveling around. And I was like, I'm not an RV expert. I just did this summit on RV but because of the association with it and now the podcast it made me an instantly credible authority in the space of I have no business being in yeah and I think it's interesting that you, you mentioned authority because I feel like and I we'd talked again slightly briefly beforehand I need I need to make I, I should sell the previous like intros when we just like chat before we record but mm. The authority piece of podcasting is kind of like the new making a book, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're like, oh, hey, I wrote a book on this. You're like, oh, you're an expert. But now it's like, oh, I have a podcast on this. And again, people think, oh, you 
are an expert, like you're knowledgeable about this thing because you're, you're putting yourself out there on this public stage and talking about it all the time. Mm. And I think it's, it's incredible. And to go into kind of, again, what we had said before, but you had equated having a podcast as essentially the new, having a website. Mm-hmm. Do you want to kind of go into the, like that philosophy and ideology of what that means to you? Yeah. So I really think that all businesses right now really need to have a podcast because there's a couple of different ways they can use a podcast. One is to warm that potential new customer up to their brand, who they're all about, what they do. They will get to know them. I always say like, use the podcast. What does your customers need to do? Your ideal dream customers need to know about you. And and what do they need to hear from you before they are ready to work with you? Um, And so using the podcast as that kind of warm up tool, Um, what we teach in when we're helping people launch their show is a four episode um, uh, series where uh, each episode goes a little bit deeper into a relationship with the host so that the listener really gets to know the listener, know the host really well, and then they can bring on guests and then they can have other things on there. But at least those first four episodes really create the foundation. And that was something I, I was so excited about interviewing people. I, I never, I never shared anything about me or, or my foundation in my podcast at first. So what we found that this was really a great way for businesses and brands and entrepreneurs to have their message out there in a podcast and the the listeners get to connect with them right away. No, it makes sense. Yeah. And I think, again, like I, I'm coming from digital marketing, content marketing and thinking about like, okay, how do clients interact with brands? Do you think that there is a specific niche or industry that would benefit more than others from that strategy? Um, I really think that um, I see the coaches like really, like really benefiting from this strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, we've had hundreds of coaches go through our training program and uh, some of them come back and say, Hey, you know, it's so interesting. What's happening is that our listeners are listening and they might listen for a year until they're ready. They might listen for three months until they're ready, but when they're ready, it's no longer like, Hey, Steven, can we get on a call and discuss your uh, packages? It's a, uh, I'm ready to go. Where, where do I give you my credit card? Like it's a whole different kind of conversation. So the podcast is a long-term strategy, but it really helps solidify that relationship, especially if you're hiring someone to do that kind of intimate coaching kind of work with you. I feel like in the coaching space that really this, this model really, really works. Um, but during the pandemic, we saw like every kind of business jump into podcasting because it was the only way they could communicate um, when everything was on lockdown. No, that makes total sense. And I think an element that we didn't, or that you didn't mention is aside from authority, I think that's also building trust. Mm -hmm. Like you make this weird emotional connection with the listener. And I say weird because it's not normal, right? It's not that like it has a bad connotation, but it's a strange connection of the people who listen or watch the show and they come back time after again, just like you had this relation with that person when you first started out, right? Like, I'll be upset if she doesn't show up this week. And it's like, oh, that's, that's very strange. Right. <laughs> and I also felt never, like I met. could like run up and give her a hug if I saw her at a conference. She'd be like, who the heck are you? Right. I'm like, yeah. But I felt like that bond to her because mm-hmm. I'd gotten to know her over so many episodes yeah. and, you know, and that was someone that, you know, that was interviewing people, but it was the issue. So, you know, putting a bit of her personality and her stories and stuff and, mm-hmm. and put in there too. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, again, like when you're talking about coaches or someone who has a professional-based business that Mm -hmm. is relational and they have this type of medium to connect with their audience, I think there does, it's not just an authority piece, but it sets them up with that relationship because I think aside from authority, that is what makes someone take out their credit card, right? Like, hey, I'm ready to buy now because I trust you. Like, Mm. I've listened to you. I feel like you will take care of me and I don't have to try to vet you or go to Google reviews and compare you to Bob. Right. Right. So I think, I think that's interesting. You're absolutely right. I think podcasting is, especially for coaches. And I I mean, let's expand that, right? Like lawyers or certain dentists or doctors, right? People who have professional services, trainers. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said for the trust factor that comes from being able to put yourself on that stage and be like, Hey, I show up for these people. I don't know them, right? Like I don't do, I don't host this podcast because it's my benefit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm on here for you and I'm on here for people who listen to this be like, oh, I like, I like this content. I want to learn about these people and find new businesses or opportunities. Like they come to my show for other reasons than just to listen to my sweet sultry voice. Mm-hmm. I know that's, a, I can't <laughs> not to see my face because it's audio only, but not that I'm like super handsome. I'm not, uh, but there becomes a human element and again we had chatted before and about like chat gpt and ai writing and stuff and there is all this other marketing noise i think that is in our spheres of influence and our websites and stuff like you can only go so deep without a human element and i think podcasting brings the humanity forward in a way that there's not another medium that does it Absolutely. I mean, you're like, there's no other platform that's going to give you as much time and attention from people either right now. Like, in, I think the statistics are still like podcasting, you get about 20 minutes of someone's attention. Mm-hmm. Facebook is like 18 seconds, Instagram, six seconds. I think even YouTube is like four minutes, um, but you have their time and attention here. And one of the, um, one of the ways that we've also seen shows be really successful. And we've talked about like how it allows you to have the authority and people build trust with you. But if you're going out of being like, I'm the expert and here's what I have to share with you. Um, that burns out after like 12 episodes or so. And that's, you know, that's also not the right way of going about being a host, right? Like I am the boss and you'll hear, here's what I have to say. It's more like, um, if you become the guide, it's like, oh, it's like the story, it's typical story brand, right? And if you've read the book by Donald Miller it's amazing but it's like all movies and all films like kind of follow the same sort of story Brian you're as the podcast host are the guide you know the listeners um and the listeners are the heroes so um what I always find was super helpful is when a podcaster or host has gone on a journey that their listeners are trying to also navigate and they're just a few steps ahead or they're like, here, I'm, I'm, I started a podcast on podcasting so that I could also bring on experts in that space and learn from them too, while my listeners are also learning. And, you know, um, so I think being the guide as the podcast host um, makes you really relatable as well. Like we've seen so many statistics, you'll bring on like, you know, you'll have a solo episode, you'll have someone celebrity, or you'll have someone like no name. And number one is always your own, your own episodes, probably outperform all guest episodes. Secondly, secondly, is someone who the audience can relate to. 
that's not celebrity status. And so the third is the celebrity status. They, and because oftentimes they say the same thing on every episode and they often, oftentimes people already know them and don't relate to them and they see them as unrelatable. So it's really interesting on the, when you take a look at the download numbers um, in that way. I would have honestly never guessed that. I would have put that in the exact opposite order. Right. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And over time, people come to your podcast for you. And I think some of us forget that because we love having guests, right? Mm, that's right. I mean, one thing that I like about having guests is that I have a hard time monologuing about anything for any sort of extended period of time. And so having a guest mm-hmm. allows me to shift the focus. Like, I mean, let's be real about this, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here to talk about you and to explore who you are in your business. And I think again, going back into humanity of it, like we all think our own lives are boring and mm-hmm. tedious and we're not exceptional, but we think that everyone else is exceptional and exciting and there's something to be discovered there, right? Yeah. And I think it's because it's hard living with a mirror and it's hard just talking to talk, if you will. Mm-hmm. But when I get to bring genuine curiosity, like I don't have a set script of questions I'm asking you. I have mm-hmm. I, I don't have any questions, actually, but what I do have is my genuine curiosity to get to know you as a person and draw out your stories, because to me, and hopefully to my audience, like, that's what we find interesting, like, exploring someone new and being like, how did you get here? Where did you come from? Like, that's my journey that I take this audience with, and I hopefully, like, that resonates, but my goal is to explore you and mm-hmm. see where that leads us. Yeah. And that's the way I run my podcast as well. No questions, no scripts, nothing is just genuine curiosity. And I, I even try not to like do any research on my guests before so that I have just very little. And so I can ask more questions. So it makes me laugh when I do a pre-interview with someone. Cause I'm like, <laughs> pointless because then I was like, we're going to talk about everything in the pre-interview and then the interview is going to be boring. So <laughs> anyways, that's just, that's just my thoughts on it. <laughs> no, I love that. Actually, I had an email today from a person who's like, Hey, so, you know, I can get, you know, we can set up a meeting for five, 10 minutes to like pre-interview stuff. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't need it or want it. Just have him show up and like, like what he does and be engaging. That's all I really care about. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I think I I also look at podcasting in a different way. And you know, we've been talking a lot about how the audience perceives the host and, and the show. And the whole podcasting industry is really focused on download numbers and sponsorships, which you and I have agreed before we could care less about. <laughs> and it's like, we want to, we're, we're doing this. We know we're going to have an audience that really likes what we're talking talking about because we're just drawing the right people we don't need to have millions of listeners we need to have that with those thousand true fans right Mm -hmm. and what's really powerful about the podcasts is and I think like 95 percent of the whole podcast industry misses this completely is that the podcast is like actually the most amazing tool for your business for networking and collaborating with people because the relationships you build and the people it opens doors to people who I'd never like normally need have any reason to have a conversation with this person yet I have a podcast and they want to come up for example I interviewed Christina Mend Lachiani from Mind Valley on my show this week. And like, that's a billion dollar company. Like I I would never have normally had a reason to have her on my show or have a conversation with her, but she was on my show. She's got a book coming out. So she was using our audience to share, share about her book. And, um, 
you know, that relationship now, I have a relationship with her, I could reach out to her again about something else, or we can collaborate on something, or we can, you know, we formed a relationship from that interview. So my podcast is set up in two very specific ways. I have two different types of interviews I do. And because it's about podcasting, it's called Amplify You through podcasting. Um, one, I have a behind the mic interview where I interview other podcasters. We talk all about their journey and their expertise. And sometimes we talk about, we, sometimes our experts are behind the mic uh, interviews are with podcasters who we've launched. So oftentimes they say nice things about us, which is great, but that's not, that's not the main reason for doing it, but it helps people understand what it was like to work with us. I can see your pre-application form. Did you like yeah. our services? Yes or no? Yeah, exactly. No? Ah, sorry, we're booked until two oh, years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only bringing it on the ones that are still with us. No, just kidding. Um, and then the other kind is like someone that who we don't work with. We bring them on, talk all about their journey because their journeys are super fascinating because we didn't do it with them. So what did you like about it? What do you not like? And they might say, oh, I hate show notes. I'd be like, oh, well, actually, we can help you with that. We do show notes. So, you know, let's chat. So sometimes that might lead to a new client in your business. And then my um, the other type of interview we do is called ask the expert so I kind of like go back and forth between behind the mic and ask the expert and the ask the experts specifically set up for me to find joint venture partners so I'm looking for other people who speak to the same audience of entrepreneurs who are looking to start podcasts who have podcasts and I bring them on and we talk and things go well for example I brought um uh, guests on I went on his show first and then he came on our show and we figured out that I do the launching and the managing of the podcast and then he does monetization really well so we actually ended up interviewing each other on each other's podcast and then we co-created a program called the podcast sales machine and it did six figures last year on that program and that was just from one podcast interview right so not every person that comes through needs to be a the ask the expert doesn't I'm not everyone I need to collaborate with and do something with but like those like two in ten or one in ten that come along and you're like we got to do something together or I can support your program you can support mine or whatever then the magic happens but at least I've started relationships with all the other people too that's so good and you're right like again we talked about this before I I'm going to do it. I'm going to make like some thing where like, if you want to hear the pre-conversations. If you support this show, you head on over to Patreon, grab a subscription. You buy that 50 cent subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, that human connection. Like I have, obviously we talk digital marketing and stuff, but I've received like referrals and connections and customers, clients from having this podcast. And so even in my service industry, like in marketing and stuff, having a podcast has led me to open doors that would not have been open before and making that human relationship with getting to the CEO or the business owner, instead of being stuck at the gatekeeper, can't make, you know, I can't make it past the front desk because they're screening all the calls. Like podcasting is a great opportunity. It's kind of like LinkedIn, right? Like LinkedIn is a great place to meet these C-suite level you know, execs, whereas you don't have that access anywhere else. And podcasting gets you even further than I'd say LinkedIn, because I'm not spending face-to-face time on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn with C-suite execs, but on my podcast, I'm having 30, 40, 50 minute conversations sometimes with people who I would think are just miles beyond my reach. Like I've had a few that are like, yeah, you know, I make 
millions and millions of dollars every couple months and I have like 17 businesses. It's like, this is incredible that I'm having this conversation. You know, you, you podcasting puts you in that back room in a lot of ways that I don't think we realize is possible. Right. We have a client, um, Amy Riley, and she's got a podcast called, called Courage of the Leader. And I, I think this is a perfect example of what you were just talking about. She wants to talk about leadership, but she also wants to go into organizations and coach on leadership. So her podcast is a not an interview style. It's more of a colleague to colleague conversation between um, the CEO and herself. And they talk about courage and, and leadership all sorts of things during the conversation. And then after the show, it leads to further like, hey, I can do this for your organization. If you're interested, let's have it, let's book another call or whatever. So like you're saying, it get, gets past all the gatekeepers. It expedites your ability to, to get in front of the right people and have conversations with them and build relationships with them, which it's so hard to do any other way. Like cold emails, hello, nope, nobody's going to get on the call with you, right? No, and it also, awkward coffee dates, no more weird sales conversations and no more pick your brain sessions, right? I think, and like part of that too is that through, I mean, we've been on here and we talked to each other for like 45 minutes now, just about. And I know that I like you. Like, oh, I could hang out with Michelle. Like, we would be friends. I have an eight and a five-year-old. And I think, like, we could get our kids together and hang out. And it would be fine. And there's other people that I've had on the show. I'm like, I don't want to talk to this person, you know, in 20 years. And I don't have to have, you know, a coffee shop and this back and forth and tell me about yourself type of thing. Like, we have made this connection. Hopefully you like me. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to put you on the spot. You don't have to answer. Like, I'm not fishing for compliments here. But... Of course, like you have such a good connection, right? And you can tell that right away. And that, like, that is something. And I just had that with another guy who is one of those, like, mega millionaire type people. I was like, and afterwards, he's like, hey, we should, like, get together a bit. And I was like, this, this is cool. Like, this Mm -hmm. is not something that you get in any other medium of that human element. It's unreal. So, sorry, I could talk podcast philosophy all day, apparently with you, but right? back so to good. Amplify You, <laughs> what, what are your core services that Amplify You offers? Because you'd mentioned like the setup and management. What does that actually mean? Yeah. So we actually take you, if you think about it this way, from idea to iTunes. So uh, sometimes we have clients that come <laughs> to like us and they have like no idea. They know they want to do a podcast, kind of like how I was. Like, you know, they have an idea. We prefer to see clients that have well, first of all, we only work with clients that are making a positive impact in the world. So that's the first criteria to work with us. Second criteria is like, usually is great if you've already got a program, program, proven service, something like that, that you're generating revenue from, because then the podcast works perfectly. But if you don't, we've also got some revenue streams that we can show you how to do that will also get you in front of the right people all the time. So that will build that, uh, that business too. Um, so we take everyone through our um, idea to iTunes um, coaching one-on-one with you in a group setting. We have lots of extra support. It's all done for you really. So that you just bring your ideas and record and we do everything else. So we'll do all the editing, publishing, syndicating, setting it up, connecting it to your website, give you social media stuff back, give you graphics, all that kind of stuff so that you can keep focusing on what you do in your business. And then what we've heard is on average, someone spends about five hours on their podcast a week. And so that's about 20 hours a month. 
And so for the, the cost of our services, what you can make in 20 hours a month in your own business is like 10 times that. So it makes it worthwhile to just be able to keep focusing on what you do best. Our tagline is your uniqueness is your genius, right? So although there is tons of other podcasts under the same topic, there's not you out there. And so your uniqueness. And, but also means like you need to stay with your, what you're good at doing and let someone else do the editing and all that kind of stuff. And so that's really like, and it came from me not being able to do my own editing myself because I was like, whoa, whoa, I like the interviews and I like talking. I don't like doing the, don't like doing the editing. So that's why we have podcast managers who manage a show. Every show has a signed podcast manager. And it's the same with our guest bookings. We also do some podcasts, uh, get people booked on shows as well. And uh, we ha- everyone has a podcast guest booking manager, books them on shows and connects with them. And um, yeah, we've been doing this for about 10 years now. And uh, we had a couple of really cool things happen to our business. I was nominated number 16 in top 50 moms in podcasting a couple of years in a row. Started writing for Podcast Magazine. And um, next year, it's top secret, but we've got a brand new awards for podcasters who are making an impact um, coming out. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited about that project. And we've been doing some retreats. We did a content creation camp in Mexico last November and we're bringing our team to Mexico next week uh, as well so we've been doing so do a little bit of retreats we got one coming up on the Sunshine Coast here in June so I like doing the in-person stuff now that we can again yeah that's so good I love that a lot mm-hmm. and I like that you're taking your team places I think yeah. there's something to be said for taking care of your people mm-hmm. um, that that's something that is very near and dear to me and that is important when I look at businesses and like mm-hmm. who they are, how they treat their employees and culture, I think. And that's, I mean, that's a whole nother like hour, two hour conversation we can have <laughs> yeah. about that. But I appreciate and want to recognize that I like what you're doing with your team. And I think that's yeah. special and on their behalf and, you know, their families, thank you for that. Because that's, I think, above and beyond what the norm is. Mm-hmm. And it's said that it's above and beyond the norm but it's really great that you're doing that. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, where can someone who's like, Hey, this sounds legit. Like I should start my podcast and get going and I'm kind of afraid to do it. So I need some help. Where can they go to find you? Sure. So um, we have a website, but I kind of laugh at the word website because we're like hundred percent referral based. And so our website really just like showcases our clients that we work with. So if you want to check out some of the cool shows, it's Amplify You Network dot com and um you go on there of course you can connect with us through the contact form there if you have any questions or you're interested in your own show um but basically that's just a really great place to go and check out all the shows that we have and then if you're interested in starting your own or you have some inclination i have a free gift and it's called it's at amplifyu.com forward slash blueprint and it's the podcasters success blueprint which walks you through the five phases of making marketing managing monetizing your show so that you can kind of make it be a part of your business and um, make it sustain and beat out that pod fade statistic where 75 percent of shows don't make it past episode 20 oh wow i think you're like episode yeah. 80 something for me but yeah you did it. Yeah. <laughs> i've arrived yeah yeah no it's crazy right I, I can see why because you get all excited about it and then you try to be the expert and then you lose interest and you have to do all the editing and stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well michelle 
Oh, that's, that was really good. Is there anything that you wish I'd asked you or that you wanted to revisit or something you wanted to leave with before we close out? Oh, I'll just leave you guys with some inspiration. Um, you know, you have something that's on your heart right now that is a message that's kind of been brewing inside of you. And we always say podcasting is like a birthing process. When that message is ready to come out, there's no holding it back and there's no better platform to get on than a podcast to get that message out there in the world and um, know that you can make the impact that you're meant to make in this, in this lifetime. I love that. Awesome. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show and everyone else. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Subject Change. Please like, subscribe, leave a review of our podcast. And if you have any questions, if there's a business you would like to see featured on our podcast or a niche or something you want to learn about, drop us a message or an email and let us know. Be happy to, to interview someone and answer those questions. Thanks again for listening.